radio. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. Are you LOL? I did. I truly laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. <laughs> is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is this, this, this is, is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. This past weekend, I took some time and tried to explain to my sons a little bit about Memorial Day. They swim in freedom every day of their life, a lighthearted, joy-filled freedom of being two precious little American boys. But somewhere along the way, they'll learn There has been so much sacrifice so that they could have this precious freedom. We as Americans have so much freedom that sometimes when I hear the stories of people in other countries, I can't even comprehend their lives. I can't comprehend not being free. But this freedom was given to us at such a high price. And so my sons are still too young to fully understand something that it's really kind of hard for us to understand, right? How many people... And I could look up all the statistics and we could talk about the number of men and women who have given everything and we could honor them by giving that number on this Memorial Day. But instead, instead, let's flip that upside down and not think about the number of people, but let's just focus on one story today. And by honoring one young soldier named Brendan, we can take this Memorial Day and truly be thankful for the sacrifice of one young man. Brendan's mom is Lieutenant Colonel Giovanna Nelson, and she is with us today to tell us Brendan's story. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes of your Memorial Day weekend with us. I appreciate you reaching out. It means a lot. That's why I uh, muster through Sometimes it's painful, but it, I messed her through because it's it's happy memories, but it's just painful because he's not physically here. But it's it's joyful for me to be able to talk about him and mm-hmm. and that people are honoring him throughout the day. When I think about Memorial Day, and I don't know what to do as an American. I love America, and I know you know so many of us just love our country. But what can we do to truly honor those who have served and paid the ultimate price? And so it occurred to me that. One thing that I could do today, we could do today, was just to hear the story of someone who served and sacrificed. And so it would be a real privilege if you would tell us about your son, not not only how he served in the military, but I would just love to hear all of his story if you're willing to just kind of tell us about him. Yeah. Brendan um, was always um, a very quiet, confident um, child growing up, and he stayed that way through his teens. And then as he um, joined the military, stayed the same way, quiet confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very devoted to his family and his friends. And um, his sister, my daughter, Hannah, has cystic fibrosis. And that's a genetic disorder that you're born with. And so he was very in tune with the fact that she was always sick and he was always by her side. And they did have quite a few years apart, nine years apart. But um, he truly um, supported her when he left to go overseas, it was a huge void, um, and which is hard for young 
soldiers to get used to. You know, it's a liberty to a degree, and then it becomes a then they become homesick, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But um, no, he was very. He had a lot of friends, and he loved computers. He played the guitar, the acoustic and electric guitar, and he loved music. He was a great cook. He loved to cook a lot. And he was ex- very good with computers. That's how he made a lot of his money in high school was that he would build computers from scratch for people. They would pay him for it. And that, that kind of just fell in his lap. And he was mentored by a friend of mine to do that. And then he just used it as a job for high school. But yeah, um, yeah I'm, th- I'm taking notes on his life. He was smart. He was musical. He was confident. He was loyal. He was all those things, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. 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 And, but he was a quiet guy. He was, if people were to see him, it, it took him a little bit of time to warm up to people mm-hmm. because I always joked that um, he only talks if he has something to say. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I, could, wasn't really, I wish I could be like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really jibber jabber. I mean, uh, um, he was literally just if he had something to say. And then once he warmed up to you, then there was no stopping. He would talk to you and joke with you. He had a dry sense of humor, which was, he was older than what he really was. He had like an old soul kind of humor, (laughs) which got him in trouble in high school. (laughs) And what about the military for him? And when did that start to, you know, birth inside of him? There's a military background in your family. Is that right? It is. My husband and I um, were active duty um, aviators. And then we went army reserves after our daughter was born, uh, felt that it was more important to take care of her and her health and then, um, to have more stability for Brendan. But my father was in the military. My grandfather was in the military. My brother-in-law was in the military. So I grew, my sister and I both grew up as military brats throughout. I grew up most of my teen years in Germany and Europe. And so it's always been there. And I joke that my blood runs army green, but, um, (laughs) Uh, or red, white, and blue, which for <laughs> one. Um, but he loved it during his, like, when in grade school, middle school. That's like every birthday had to be army themed, and we'd go camping and make ropes across rivers. And yeah, <laughs> that was just what he wanted to do. Once he hit 15, it was his stuff was a lot of computers and um, guitar and playing with friends and stuff like that. So as he got into high school, that really wasn't something I thought he wanted to do. He actually started cooking a lot. He started really getting into the meaning behind being a chef. And honestly, that's where I thought he he would go in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But he applied to the different surrounding universities, got accepted. And then literally it was like an army commercial. Uh, It was late one night. Uh, He was like, "Um, I need to talk to you. You knew something was up. Um, Your 17-year-old son is, you know, hey, we need to talk. He was very prepared. He was like, Mom, I want to go to college. I'll want to learn more, but I don't want to do it right now. I want to see the world. I want to fight for my country. And he gave me his points of why he wanted to. He said he always wanted to. He was very much a military buff. He was uh, very much into documentaries, and he'd watch the Discovery Channel and just kind of watch all these history channel. He was very much in the history channel. So I I knew he liked that, but honestly, James and I had no idea that he would want to serve. And I've been a soldier for 19 years now. And my first reaction was as a mother, I'm like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Did you feel fear? I was going to ask you, did you feel excitement yes. or fear? It was fear. Yeah, It was fear. And I think that was just the mother instinct and in knowing um, the state of our military and what we're doing and how um, it's not what everybody thinks it is. Um, what is being put out there is that we're withdrawing and that's not, that's, that's not the case at all. Um, 
it's just we're swapping out people and shifting around in different parts of other parts of the world and there's special teams going out which he was one of the special teams once he joined that went out to do certain missions and um, that's how he got killed was during one of those special missions and um, my husband was very proud his dad very proud I think there was a sliver of fear in there I mean no parent I don't think would ever not have that feeling and it's and it's completely normal to have that feeling because you want to protect your kids and you, you honestly don't want them to leave the house. Right. Um, I know. But, I have six, um, a six and an eight-year-old son. And so mm-hmm. I can't even, I don't know, I can't even think about it, <laughs> you know? No, yeah, you can't. But you want to support them and their decisions. Yes. So the biggest thing was we both said, great, if that's what you want to do, let me give you my point of view. And I think you could do you know, let's do ROTC at university and then you can become commissioned. And then, and then dad, you know, he, he started as an enlisted. So he, he enlisted right out of high school too. So he was, there was both sides. Mm -hmm. I did commission ROTC, Mm -hmm. dad did uh, enlisted and then he went ROTC. So he had, we were giving him information. And so then dad took him to the recruiters. They went several times over the, over a month and Brendan made his decision. He literally made his decision that he wanted to go Army Infantry, and he tested, and he could have been a UAV pilot, but he said he didn't want to be sitting in um, a remote place in the United States and then flying a drone over. I think Brendan just physically wanted to be there, and mentally that's what he was preparing for, and that's what he wanted to do. And and that's what he did. Yeah. That's what he did. So he enlisted, and he was... Um, Immediately, did he deploy to another country right after enlisting? Well, he enlisted, went through rigorous training because it's infantry, mm-hmm. and they go through a lot of training. Unfortunately, people think that what we heard on the radio, what we heard on TV, which is, you know, if you flunk out and you're stupid, you go infantry or you go army or you go into the military. So that's <laughs> unfortunate that that, came, that was out there, but that's not the case. You know, less than 1% of the population join any one of our five services. So I think it just takes a special person that has the intestinal fortitude to raise a right hand to do that. But um, he enlisted, went to Fort Benning, went to infantry school, then went to um, airborne school, wow. then did pre-ranger training. Yeah. And then he was um, stationed in Italy. So he left for Italy and um, he was there for a year. And then they were deployed as a special team to Afghanistan. And um, when did uh, Brendan... When did he pass away? Is it this last year? July 22nd of 2012. July 22nd of 2012. Your son gave his life serving our country. Thank you so much. I can't say thank you to him. So on his behalf, thank you so much to you and your husband. Uh, We we really appreciate you and your service and your son's service. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. On behalf of everyone listening, on behalf of everyone in America, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I don't know how much of um, that time period you would like to unpack, but, you know, mom to mom, anything that you want to share that just feels like it'd be a, a worthwhile thing to say on Memorial Day, I would love to hear what you have to say about, you know, the summer of 2012. Um. Almost three years later, I'm starting to remember bits and pieces of it, but the part that I want to share and I share with those that ask is I was happened to be in London and in May, mid, the late May. 
and he was supposed to come and see me from Italy. It was a short flight over. Something happened. He couldn't come. So for whatever reason, I feel I was being compelled by God to go see him. And I got to the point where I looked at my business partner and said, I'm sorry, I hate to leave you in the middle of a job, but I have to go see him. Because at that point, I knew he was getting deployed. I just didn't know when. So in my mind, I thought it would be like any day. And I literally found a flight, got in the cab. I literally got to the flight to the airplane in seconds and went to see him. And I saw him for a good 24 hours. And then I went, I had to come back. Um, I had to physically see him and look him in the eye and grab him and hug him and tell him, I said, I want to know, do you want to go over there? Is this what you want to do? And before I could even get those words out of my mom, my mouth, he said, hell yeah, mom, that's why I joined. So he was that's doing exactly all. what he wanted to do. There is no doubt. Yep. Yes. And, 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 um, and that may, you saw him, you felt compelled um, by God. Yes. You were able to look him in the eye mm-hmm. and then went back to London. I did, and we Skyped with um, Dad and with his sister, and um, we were able to see him. At least they were able to see him that way, and I remember giving him my iPad and telling him, here, I was going to give this to you anyway, but for whatever reason, he didn't get it. It was just a shipping issue. So I said, here, take it, keep it, and I'm glad I did because he had videotaped a lot of things, and that came back with his things from Afghanistan, and he recorded his friends, and one of the guys were like, why are you recording me? He goes, man, because I want to be able to look back on this time when I'm older, which for at that time, a 19-year-old to say that is pretty meaningful, and it meant a lot to us, but I physically was getting deployed the day he died or was killed, um, I was on my way home to grab my bags and head out to Kuwait for six months. And my husband was on the phone with me. I remember him and I talking. Then he says, I have to go. And I'm like, oh. And it was pretty abrupt. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll talk to you later. He goes, okay, I'll call you right back. He never called me back, but he was texting me. He goes, I love you. I miss you. Hurry up and get home. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, they're just sad because I'm leaving soon, you know, and Brendan's over there, and then I'm going to be over there, and they're getting, you know, emotional about that. Um, did not know that for the, a good eight hours, they knew before I knew. My husband said he saw the sleeve of a, of a dress uniform outside of our, our door, and he dropped to his knees when he saw that. Oh. He knew exactly what that meant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I, I know, I know you're a lieutenant colonel. I know that you have served, but as mom to mom, it's like, it's just, there is no greater sacrifice. I mean, even in Christianity, my heart mm-hmm. immediately thinks about the sacrifice of giving a son. It's like the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, um, it is. Again, I just, I feel compelled to say thank you. And I, because it's Memorial Day. Hearing Brendan's story makes me feel like this show is worthwhile because we're honoring him. And I want to hear more in these last few moments just from your heart. Like speak to speak to us about the meaning of Memorial Day to you and just speak to us like American to American, sister to sister, and just share your heart with us. Absolutely. Um I joined the military and my husband and my son for God and country as corny as that sounds that's what we did and um, Memorial Day 
has a new meaning for me, has a new meaning for everybody that's been affected by my son's death. I'm okay with people barbecuing and I'm okay with people boating and having a picnic, but just take a moment of silence. Take a moment of silence, maybe wave that flag in the air as high as you can and toast to your to your uh, heroes that gave their life for our country. It's not a Veterans Day because that day is in November. Memorial Day is to, is to celebrate the lives of those that lost their lives and to say thank you. And yes. the fact that we can be on a boat, the fact that we can be at a picnic or go to an actual Memorial Day event locally because people worked really hard to put memorials up, to put um, to, to make sure that we're aware every single year, not just for that moment. But I am grateful for all those events that happened throughout the United States. And I truly, truly send my love and admiration to them because it helps us. I want you to approach me and ask me about my son. It will be painful to, to know he's not physically here, but I have to tell you, I know he's in a better place. And for that, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful until we meet again. So I know he's looking out for us and he's looking over us and he's there for his sister and he's there for his brothers in arms that had to recover his body. I pray for them because they're still alive and they have to remember that picture yeah. in their mind for the rest of their lives. Yes. Yeah. So It is not easy. Life is not easy. There are so many difficult things in this life. But you use the word hero, and I think that is the most accurate four letters to describe your son and the men and women who are willing to put themselves in harm's way for what they believe is right. So I really honestly celebrate you. It's not even a big enough word. I honor you and your son's mem memory right now. And, and I'm actually going to have a you. moment of silence where people can just be and sit and take a moment just to honor his memory and those who have fallen. Let's do that right now. Thank you <laughs> for being vulnerable. You don't have to do that. You know, you don't have to do what you're doing. You could draw in and harden your heart, but you are not. No. That doesn't help. And honestly, um, I'm so proud of him. And I have to shout it from the rooftop, so to speak, because oh, he was so brave. <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of him. I really respect you so much. I feel so much respect for you right now. I want to. I want to pray for a moment together. And just, um, would it be okay if I just prayed for a moment? Yes. Yeah, Father, I thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for giving your son for us. Thank you for the ultimate sacrifice so that Brendan could be in your presence right now. Thank you, God. I pray, Lord, that you would open our minds and hearts to understand even more clearly today what sacrifice truly means. To see those around us who are hurting, to not just celebrate, but to also um, honor. And so that's what I want to do right now, Father. I, I just, um, um, with my words, Lord, thank you uh, for the people who have given their lives and for their families. 
You are awesome. And we pre- we ask, Lord, that you would tell Brendan hello for his mom and give him a hug. <laughs> and Thank you. We love you, Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen.